Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What? Oh, I don't know what episode we're on. What number? This 109. 109? Shit. Mm. Okay. Do that again. <laughs> we're probably not going to edit because we don't really edit stuff. But... Yeah, leave it in. All right. <laughs> Walking Blind is hosted by overly emotional dudes who overthink and overanalyze everything. Nothing the host say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. They're not professional. They're about to make that what's up everybody welcome back to another episode of the walking blind podcast the podcast where we like to normalize checking in on your homies i'm mike that is awesome mike this is episode 109 and we have a really awesome guest so awesome that i decided to suit up for this <laughs> you just can't tell tuxedo t-shirts baby yeah he we're gonna ask him about the about his his different musical projects, maybe some unboxing questions. But uh, do we have our boy Alex Portugal in the in the in the studio? Yeah. What's up? Hello, guys. What's up, man? <clears throat> Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. I appreciate yeah. it. I like the Thank setup. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks, dude. It's a it's a lot smaller than it looks on on camera. It but. is, but you know what? It's okay. We'll let the viewers think. Yeah. Whatever they want. It's a <laughs> massive home. Massive studio yeah. space. It's all good. Yeah, we're good. We're good. <clears throat> Hey, first off, how was that drive? All right. So, yeah, I came here from <laughs> Whittier. Uh, I, I kind of didn't piece together that I would be driving with the traffic mm-hmm. on a Monday, but uh, I brought my wife with me, Stephanie. Carpool. So, carpool action, nice. you know. So, it was like a hour 20, and we were listening to No Bragging Rights Damn. the whole way. We were just like, let's just get into the mix of it and Sick. get hyped and go from there. Mm-hmm. Which, which record were you listening to? It was Cycles. Okay. Yeah. That, that's like nostalgic for me and... Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably when is that when we went out with you guys? Was that, out? that is. I think that's that's what it is too. Like it's one of the last tours that we did with the Structure King was you guys. Uh Winds of Plague Impending Doom. Was that that tour? I think, yes. Yeah. Impending Doom. And there was some other band from Arizona that's not around anymore, but uh yeah, we were playing off that before 
our van exploded and we called it quits Jeez. you know yeah. vans, isn't that yeah yeah i i hate 15 passenger vans <laughs> 12 passenger even two passenger vans if they're out there i i hate them all uh dude, what, like what a lineup first of all like everything on that on that bill on that tour makes sense except for no <laughs> even we felt kind of play yeah that's just our history i think yeah, yeah. It, it was it was just <laughs> weird but i remember even with you guys like if there was a tour like at that point like you guys were on it it didn't matter if it was like deathcore metalcore heavy hip-hop it could have been r&b it's like <laughs> of course like of course Dude. no bragging rights is on tour with them and that's all they're doing right now it was like, it was like the best and worst problem ever yeah, yeah. i could imagine now I, you know seeing it from the outside i was like that's the coolest thing and now i'm like oh man they were probably tired their your lower back is probably done you know yeah yeah everything totally i like for the longest time i can never think because i always felt like if i ever started to think of like stepping away from music mm-hmm. that it was just like snowball and then i'd lose all passion for it so i was like always so strong and like no, no no like i don't think that way i don't think that way but then like we were so fucking tired like yeah. all the time and it was like it was starting to show like starting to have like little small fights here and there as far as like mm-hmm. arguments and stuff and um like we i kind of even forget this too martin quit yeah. martin quit uh <laughs> martin quit before the census fail tour mm-hmm. which we give him shit for because that's like the biggest tour we've ever done and yeah he quit like, yeah right before it but um but that's just because like yeah burnout yeah it happens so, do you do you remember like what the what the smallest petty fight was at that time that you guys had for mbr yeah oh dude it could be anything as dumb as like where we're gonna eat or whatever or like mm-hmm. or somebody <laughs> Or just, I don't know, like, probably, like, you know, somebody not loading in enough. Yeah. Or, like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Just anything. Yeah. Anything. You know, yeah, it's not anything yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Once you once you hit that point of burnout or once you hit that point where it's, like, it, like everything that the other dudes do just pisses you off. No matter how yeah. much you yeah. these dudes, it's yeah. like, what, what the fuck? Why are you doing that? Yeah, you're breathing too hard, yeah. man. Yeah. Chill. I don't like the way yeah. you chew. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do yeah. you have to order that sandwich again? <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> oh my god, I'm having <clears throat> flashbacks. Dude, so, so for destruction of King, that was kind of one of the questions that was asked: is what, what was it that led to you guys splitting up that first time around? Um. So the easy, the short answer was it really just kind of felt like we became a greatest hits band, and I, I think, even when I kind of got out of like that scene. Um, I would see that with a lot of bands, you know, um, even now I said like, oh, I was listening to cycles. I wasn't listening to anything like after. And when I listened to you guys, that's what I listened to. And everyone just wanted to hear like the same songs, which I totally get because I, we wrote these songs like, you know, for that reason. Um, I think too, we really started to let other people drive the band that weren't in the band Mm -hmm. or, whereas, um, you know, there's, there was management, there's people booking, there's, well, my friend can do a really good mix. This friend could do a really good master. Like, oh, well, you guys should put out like that. Like, so literally just people just telling us how to do Destruction of a King after we did the first EP, which literally like set us off. That is exactly what happened. Um, I know some of them will probably see this and be like, you talking about me? Yeah, I'm probably talking about you. <laughs> probably. Yeah, I'm probably talking about you. You meant well, but you weren't yeah. in the band. So like all that happened and, you know, uh, I'm such a nut for like marketing. And so I could kind of see like how our, our fans were changing or people just didn't care or even just reading the energy of the crowd. Honestly, um, 
live and I, I just knew what was happening. Money was always like crazy. We didn't um, have any sort of like funding from like labels or anything like that. So it came out of our pockets. And I think honestly, we were just tired and kind of burned out in our own way. And uh, we were just like, it's it's just done. Like we just need to sit. Like we could only play Dirty Diana so many times before, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. before we're just like, this isn't fun. We couldn't put out new music because mm-hmm. nobody, nobody cared, mm-hmm. you know? And I think it was hard to like admit that, but that that's primarily, I feel what happened. I feel like that was also a symptom of, of that time in music because that happened with a, a ton of people mm-hmm. like, people are like well i like what i like i don't like this new shit i don't care what you guys are writing or if, if you guys are growing as a band or whatever just play me all the shit that, yeah, that, that i liked that first shit i found yeah before anyone else did yeah i and i was the same way with seeing bands too like you know i wanted to hear like those songs but uh, for us, you know, it was just the, just the time and place. And that's just like how the world intended it to be at that time. And, you know, it's okay. I'm not mad about it. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what happened. I feel. And then after that, I, so I know that you, you played in a band called low love, mm-hmm. you know, which pretty recently, mm-hmm. um, was there anything in between there or did you kind of walk away and you were like, um, no. So, um, all the guys that were in destruction of a King, like towards the end, majority of the members that were there, like since the beginning, you know, we finished, we're like, Oh, I still like miss music. But, uh, the idea never really came like, Oh, let's just do destruction of a King again. Cause I think we were still kind of like, uh, like we don't want to do that. Mind you, like up until we started low love, I would, I still get fate. I don't even go on Facebook, but I have Facebook messages of just like, do you still have a hard copy of the C the CD? Like yeah. you send me the CD like this and that. I'm like, I, I don't, I'm sorry. Or people buying merch or, you know, tagging me on Instagram. Um, so Lola was just like, okay, let's just do what we essentially wanted to do with destruction of a King. Mm-hmm. Um, it was all the same, literally all same the same. Dudes, right? Yeah. All the same dudes that played in destruction of a King, except like our drummer. We used, um, Brandon, who was in, uh, this is super throwback, but dead in existence back in the day. So he drummed for him. So he filled in for us for a while. And then we kind of had some other drummers, but we did all that. Um, and it was essentially starting from scratch, which is really, really hard now and stuff. And we really enjoyed the music, but, um, for me, why we stopped low love. And I think for the other guys, I don't know why it could have just been like what was happening in my life, but I just honestly had the itch to do destruction of a King again. Um, I was just, it was just kind of like, why not? You know, there's no rules. Like, you know, I don't have, like, I like the music that we were doing with low love. It was fun, but I was just like, I don't know why I just want to try destruction of a King again, talk to the guys. And they were like, yeah, let's do it. And, it's the same member so we're like yeah let's just swap the profile so we literally archived everything and i was like let's see if people care and then we put up like a teaser and i was like oh shoot like more people care than we expected (laughs) we're like oh no like and then we started getting hit up um and i'm grateful for this but we started getting hit up by so many people where i was a little overwhelmed i was like okay like east coast texas you know all all the like thankfully like the a markets uh in the u.s and uh yeah, so that, that's it. No, nothing bad with low love. It was just like, oh, let's just try to structure my king again. And instead of making a whole new profile, just we literally just swapped <laughs> it. Yeah. So yeah, so. I, I was curious what because like I was I I mean when I f- first heard low love, I like I think we even talked about it on this podcast when I first saw you guys play at Rockefellers. I was like, oh shit, I like I fuck with this. I love this shit. Yeah. Sweet, thank you. And um and even him and Martin were giving me shit because they're like, 
Mike's in the middle of the pit, just fucking <laughs> jamming, like, get out of here. Yeah. No, you're not, it's not safe. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But then, uh, like, and you know, uh, Billy had filled in a few times for Torture Culture, too. Like, he, okay. He had played with us a couple times. The man of every band. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's played for um, every single band. And then, and then all of a sudden, I just, like, didn't see anything mm-hmm. from Lola from anymore. So I was like, what, what happened? Where, where, mm-hmm. where did everything go? And then the Destruction of a King. Yeah. Announcement dropped, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, so before Destruction of a King broke up, that Instagram archived turned into Love Love, and then Love Love got archived and just went right back to Destruction of a King. To even just changing the name, I'm like, Destruction of a King exists as a username? I was like, it does. Like, it's meant to be, you know? Like, so I was was super psyched on that. Dude, that's so cool. But yeah, there's nothing bad with the Love Love thing. We were just like, yeah, let's just do Doke again. Like, and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. And do you feel like, at least... Uh, at least for us it felt like um like we didn't have really any obligations like we weren't we technically weren't really signed when we came back because mm-hmm. we did like oh um i guess pure uh pure noise had an option on our album on our next release but we're like they're not gonna pick it up because we, we coming back we're like excited for us we're like we're gonna just re- do our own thing we're gonna record it release it ourselves and then we'll play when we want like yeah is that kind of is that like is that kind of where you guys are at yeah so so that's the that's the dream right that we always wanted to do was just kind of play what we want and where we want um so when we started to kind of like talk like should we just do destruction of a king it was a fan out in san antonio texas um who reached out and she was like hey like you remember me i was like yeah what's up um and she was like so i'm having like my birthday show and i want to do it at the old uh, white rabbit which used to be in san antonio and now it's called the paper tiger so she's like, oh, Sick. can you guys come out here and play on March, end of March? I'll, I'll post a flyer. We're going to post a flyer probably tonight. And I was like, oh, let me talk to the guys. And they were like, if if it covers our flights, like we all work, like yeah. then yeah, we'll go play. And as long as just give it, let us sell merch. Mm. She was like, all right, cool. And I was just like, what if we just, just, and that's literally, we're like, what if we just do that and then do another show? And I was like screw it let's like do a comeback so our our first show as of right now we're gonna try to do a california one before but we just have a, this flyout date to go play san antonio and now we're setting it up for new york right now talking to somebody in hawaii and trying to do like washington and that and we're uh, that's literally what we're like as long as our flight is taken care of like yeah. well i'll stay in a hotel room like it's better than a van <laughs> yeah. like all is good you know so Damn. that's we're gonna be doing that yeah that's 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 a nice change coming back to it. it's like oh we're yeah. we can afford a hotel yeah yeah and now like i was like oh like shows can cost more than ten dollars now i've been so out of the loop so it's like a twenty dollar show isn't out of the question so i feel like what we're asking are people reaching out when i tell them that they're like yeah that's fine i'm like oh my god like i was all scared i was just like you understand right that's more than a hundred dollars you know yeah. like freaking out it's all our guarantees ever really were back in the day Dude, yeah, and the 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 fact that like one, you're getting fly out shows, so that's yeah, you know, it, yeah, you you get to just play these markets that like normally you'd have to route to, and yep. seven shows in between here and there, and, and rough know. shows, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to we need to play this show so we have gas to get to that show, yeah, you know, just to make it happen, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So that's 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 how we're gonna go about it. Um, definitely like just go crazy with like the merchandise which was like my fi- one of my favorite parts about it, aside from performing and mm-hmm. um just market and brand it the way that like we should have done it from the get-go after the first ep and just enjoy it yeah, yeah. with some lower back pain yeah now you know <laughs> you know yeah you gotta, be, you gotta be pumped on 
so it's it's called pa- the tiger. What? The paper ti- it's the paper tiger now. I want to say, but it used to be the old white rabbit in San Antonio, and that was uh, a place that we would play, and it would just I I didn't I still don't understand to this day, but like they were just so hyped yeah. on, on the band, and it felt good, and there weren't fights or anything. It was just completely different from like California, but like they were just it, super super excited for us. So cool cool little fly out date for us for sure it was sick it had that little side room too yeah so we like playing the smaller room i I think they're doing everything on main stage which is also fine we've played but when it's more intimate and kind of like grungy like that that's also my favorite yeah 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 um and then kind of i guess rewinding a little bit so when you guys decided to do a destruction of a king again was did this decision come like prior to tough love or was it after tough love happened where you guys were like, oh, okay. It was definitely after Tough Love. And I think even before then, we did another one-off with Barrier Dead in mm-hmm. Upland, somewhere over there. Um, but Sick. like even after we, we did Tough Love, we were just like, all right, like that was cool. And we we didn't really think anything yeah. of it. It just went right back like to our normal life or went right back to Low Love and didn't like... It wasn't even a thought, honestly. I was just like, oh, I'm good. You yeah. know? Yeah. 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 Wild. Mm-hmm. I'm pumped. That's cool, man. I'm, man. I'm, I'm, I'm so stuck on. I like, I have a, a form of something going on because, like, when I get a thought, I like get stuck on it, and all I'm thinking <laughs> about it is like, oh, I want to fucking play the old white rabbit now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, do you want to do questions? Yeah, or do we? So we can jump in some questions. <clears throat> I'll talk less. I'll fire. I'll, I'll just fire off. Nah, dude, talk more. That's we don't. <laughs> we don't really have it. We don't have really much rules or time limits or anything. <clears throat> All right, so um, we had talked about what made you guys want to get uh, the band back together, and mm-hmm. then you know a few comments just saying like, "Don't ever play Dirty Diana in this climate." I'm begging you. And then <laughs> I others, just get canceled. Others saying, "Is Dirty Diana making a comeback?" Uh, so you got kind of both sides of the. Yeah, I mean that I we're ready to play that. I get it. I'm fine with it now. Like it's yeah. not anything. I mean, I was 17, I think, and I'm going to be 34 <laughs> this year. So you can do the math on that. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, so, uh, actually, uh, question came in, what changes do you see in the hardcore scene nowadays compared to like the earlier 2000s? Okay. So what's interesting now that I, that I can say, cause I'm wildly out of the loop now, because even when we were looking at doing a California show, uh, just talking to some people around here, I, it w- I literally, I felt like an old man i was like well what's cool now <laughs> like what venues do people yeah. care about like is chain still cool like all, like yeah. things like that and uh i mean it took me I, I felt like light years to even realize that the haven was the place we did our last show and that the room was flipped like yeah. i just like staring at it i'm like i think that's it like that <laughs> yeah, has it the brick the against the, the glass, the glass. Yeah. yeah yeah um I just got. I just lost the question. What was the question? Oh, what what differences do you see between oh, early two thousands? So now? what's weird now is I feel the music that like we played when the EP came out and all the bands that we played with then. I feel like that is popular all over again. Yeah. Yeah. And and seeing like younger kids there like listen to it like it's the first time they've ever heard that. So I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Like chuggy slow breakdowns or like really like core two steps or like a stomp like like stuff like that um but it kind of feels for me when i look at videos because i I haven't really gone to shows it kind of just feels like 2010 again yeah a little bit it it feels like it doesn't matter who's playing the show anymore people are just like oh there's a show like let's go out and pay and, and and see who's playing so it kind of feels 
like how it was when we first started. And then it kind of got in this weird thing. Like if your band wasn't cool, also kind of when we broke up, like no one was coming out. But I feel like Mm -hmm. we're not in that realm right now. Yeah, I I think it's it it feels different right now because, um, you know, one, some of the kids are like the kids are younger Mm -hmm. and they're just coming out to like have a good time. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, you're like, are they here for the bands? Are they here just to hang out with their friends? Correct. Right. So it's a toss up. And but like these kids are they're circle pitting, they're moshing and they're like and you could tell some of them are clueless. Yeah. They're just fucking having a good ass time. Yeah. It's cool. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, every and and not only are like the like big chuggy breakdowns back or anything like that. Mixed bills are back, too. Yeah. So you'll have a hardcore show that will have like a death metal band also playing with like a more metalcore band and then just mm-hmm. a straight like beat down blend of whatever, you know, they want to do. Yeah. You know? It's, it's super cool. So it feels nostalgic right now. It, mm-hmm. it feels like we're coming back like at the right time. And it just seems like shows just look so fun Yeah, right now. People are still crowd killing. Like yeah. there's like Instagram <laughs> for it, which is pretty, pretty cool. I was always, mm-hmm. I mean, I was never that guy. I was the weenie at the shows. I was just like afraid, so I would just like hide and stuff. So. <laughs> do you do you follow like the uh, pit cam vids? Yeah, Jason, who yeah. runs it, is is our boy, and he's he even he's helped us write for Low Love. And he's gonna help us write for like Destruction of a King. Ooh, I love sorry. watching it, but like <laughs> I'll watch it from like the back, just yeah. like you go, Glen Coco. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, uh, it's it's not for me, but it looks it looks fun. I I guess I get it and don't get it at the yeah. same time. You know. Yeah, yeah, we're supposed to get uh, Jason on the podcast at some point. And just come. He'll be fun. I took him to his uh, first show, which was uh, as Blood Runs Black at Smart City Grinds in Azusa. Damn, sick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He'll remember that. My mom <laughs> dropped us off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fun Damn. fact. As Blood Runs Black at Smart City Grinds. It was it- crazy. I was scared there, too. I'm afraid of everything, <laughs> but that was a scary show. <laughs> it was really scary. There was a pole right in the middle of that venue. Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah. I, I love when they just wrap it with like carpet. Yeah, it's it not gonna not do work. Shit, but no. it's just no. Feels good for like a millisecond before you break your arm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, dude. I think something awesome for you guys, something that's awesome for you guys coming back too is like uh, being able to use your like how you guys. Cause I I I kind of remember you guys just um, like I guess branding or marketing even back when mm-hmm. you guys were still were still going. I think now it's like become even more of like a. Of like a thing like you have I, to do it yeah like you have to and and i think there probably was a time like a couple of years ago if there was a band that had like a big merch layout then it was almost like almost pretentious or like you're like oh. yeah or envious maybe seven shirts that's yeah. what happened to us people and i mean we went crazy with uh we printed tags we were just like no like we're gonna oh, make it feel good and we're legit. gonna and we're gonna charge more for our t-shirts and the guys were like dude what do you like this was still right ten dollar t-shirts fifteen dollars was like oh yeah you have three three screens on it you have two colors like come on uh but i was like no we're gonna find apparel that we can rip it off we're gonna do printed tags i think hundredth was like the only band at the time like doing that i was like mm-hmm. screw that we could do that so we did printed tags we sold baseball bats at shows like we we went we threw condom like we had condoms we had beach ball like we we're just like we're gonna like brand the hell out of this because even if you don't know who we are, or you don't like us, like you're going to remember us like yeah. by that. And we got so much shit for it, but um, that was how we funded the band, like and then some, like towards towards the end. Yeah. So, dude, it's crazy. It was so before its time because after that, you started seeing like 
oh, we're going to do this terror shirt printed on Carhartt. Yep. And, like, sell it for 60 bucks. And they're selling the Carhartt part, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, right. That's it's like, just yeah. a fucking terror screen print on, on a Carhartt yeah. shirt, but people dig it, you know? Like, the Champion Collapse. It's just uh, a Champion mm-hmm. sweatshirt, but all of a sudden, yeah. you know, you've got that branding involved. And, and so that's, like, it's, it's a, such a huge thing to have done before it was, like, cool yeah we did lookbook videos for like merchandise that we released and like no one really cared at the time but now when i look back at it i was like i could say i feel like i could say it now like i just felt like we were ahead where it was just like you're different like screw you guys like and so it came off pretentious like i get it but i was i I don't regret it at the same time it was fun i'm gonna do it again you gotta do (laughs) yeah you gotta bring back all that (laughs) yeah definitely definitely yeah uh but yeah you know what a lookbook is mike I don't. <laughs> I'm like trying to think. Of I'm like, I'll pull. I'll pull up a. I'll pull up one after. But Larry, we're like, okay, we're gonna release six new merch items, so we would shoot photos for all of it, and then do a YouTube video, showcasing it. That essentially, you're like, I want this, and then be like, yeah, hmm. think like a band teasing an album, but with merchandise. Dude. That's it. There you yeah. go. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like you you see like clothing lines that'll drop like a video of somebody like walking wearing the shirt. Mm-hmm. doing that with band merch and shit like that just make it look cool yeah that's cool yeah, yeah i can see how that would have been hard way back when like that <laughs> we looked like pretentious asses <laughs> like but i was just like i don't know just look cool but i was so into streetwear so yeah they did it <clears throat> uh all right next question what do you need to uh have to have the right headspace in order to write music <clears throat> uh I think honestly, you know, you could be the happiest person, the saddest person, angriest, but as far as being in the right headspace, um, I like writing stuff down. That's a lot harder for me, but a lot of like the early destruction of a King stuff, whether I was mad, happy or sad, I try to always just write it down. Now, like I keep, uh, just, you know, iPhone notes tab Mm. and just like write that. But you know, as far as like a headspace, it's hard to say you know everybody's like different and stuff uh i feel like i write the best for some reason when i watch movies because i get so into it i get sad or mad or happy when things are happening in movies and that's like the best time for me to write mm-hmm. but it's different for everyone there's no right or wrong answer mm-hmm. i feel yeah yeah so uh more of a um, like vocalist perspective uh when you're writing do you prefer to have a song done and let me piece together what i need on that song or do you like to write and then build the song around the lyrics? and? So the first thing you said is probably my favorite, like having a song done because I, uh, obviously I'm having to write to a song already. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't write the music, so I kinda, I'm kind of like at mercy to that. I hear songs in syllables, so I could, you know, I listen to a song like, okay, right here, you know, like a da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. So I, I'll write those numbers. It's weird about write the numbers out and then i'd start piecing the words based off how many syllables that i'm hearing there um i've tried doing like just like a rambling thing of like lyrics and getting the song and then i'll start cutting and pasting to to fit it but i like having the song and then writing writing like over it like that it's a little rain man-esque but you know (laughs) it works for me yeah yeah i hear it in numbers So is your uh is your voice notes as crazy as probably ours are where you just have this idea? I got to put this pattern. (laughs) I've I've done that. Um, (laughs) So because I don't write them, the only song I ever wrote 
and I, I want to say it was the whole song. If not, it's just the opening thing was Dirty Diana, the, mm. that first, because that's all I could play, you know? Yeah. So it's just one string and the same <laughs> uh, on the sixth fret. That's all I know. Um, but I used to do voice notes, but now it's just if I think of like a line where I'm just like, oh, that sounds cool. I just write that line. Mm -hmm. And then, like I said, it's a syllable thing for me. I have to hear it. And I, I try to challenge myself. I'm very into like hip hop. So even just fitting as many syllables as I can in a certain spot, um, I do that. My car rides, if there was a camera, you you would hear me just like, ba -da 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 -ba -da. like just doing all that. Um, it's tough, though. I'm That's the part I'm nervous about getting back into, yeah. you know? Dude. yeah good I'm, question though i'm a i'm a have to do melody like over i, I like the same thing i like the music mm -hmm. so i don't write but, um but syllables things like that that would help me out so much but i i'd get stuck i think you're you're wordy yeah, too. i'm too wordy you say a lot i'm wordy it's okay we're it's a vocalist thing yeah. maybe wordy uh but even writing music too i would have to be like all right this part just go jun 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 like and, and, but then they're they're uh, the guys luckily they're like got it and yeah. then they nail it I'm like you got it man. yeah <laughs> I, I for me like i i don't know if this is like an add thing uh -huh. but i'll think of like a like let's say lyrics or like a pattern or, or like syllables whatever and i'll write the lyric down and then like a day later i'm like what the fuck was i doing there like i don't i've had that i, I don't all the time like i never remember and in my head, I was like, that was so cool. I remember it being so <laughs> sick. Yeah. Dude. I remember it was. Yeah. I, I recently, we're talking about, I recently went through and deleted a bunch of like voice, <laughs> voice notes. <laughs> and it's also, it's all of that. It's all like me like, that's sick. And then go back to it later. I'm like, nope, <laughs> let's not. I think I would do, I, I've done that. And I've even come across, I'm like, that's the melody to Whitney Houston's. Like, so like, you know, I'm just like, ah, and I scrap so, so it, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, I uh, so I recorded this chorus idea like pattern for because we we have a different project together. We we're trying to figure out the chorus for mm. a song. Okay, and I was at work and like, <laughs> and the way that my like office at work is set up is like there's a small room and then it almost looks like a recording studio. There's like a glass window and then a door and then out there are like my the people that I'm training. Mm -hmm. so i have my like our little office and then i can walk out there and talk to them yeah um and i figured out a melody for this chorus that we've all been going back and forth on trying to trying to work on so i was like i need to record this before i forget it <clears throat> so i'm in my office <laughs> and i'm like singing really low into my phone <laughs> and like i i thought I'm just going to send this to Mike and Ryan and and um Rick and you know <laughs> And then, like a week later, we got to lunch, and Martin's like, "I heard your your chorus idea." <laughs> <laughs> He's giving me so much. He's like, "Dog, you even had vibrato in there." <laughs> it's just like me singing. <laughs> Someone just out looking through your door, and you're like, "What are yeah. you doing?" Just I was like, "Just don't door door, just yeah. get lunch." Yeah. I like had like my AirPods in. I was trying to be as quiet as possible. Dude, oh god, embarrassing. That's great. But we I got it. We got we got what we needed. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got a banger out there. That's good. Heck yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. Well, I've, there I've, is a lot. My goodness. Yeah. A lot of them are, 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 are like repetitive. Okay. Uh, the same thing. Oh, man. Yeah. People asking, uh, Lewis says, you guys need to come to Vegas? Uh, I, I'm obsessed. I think I just got obsessed with Vegas once I was an adult with money for once. But I love Vegas. I would happily go 
to Vegas, it was hit or miss every time we played there. <laughs> like you had to have to be stacked with locals, but I will go to Vegas and stay at the Cosmopolitan and enjoy myself <laughs> and enjoy myself after. Like, yeah. have, now we have the money to hang out yeah. and do cool stuff. Yeah. You know? Help my gambling addiction, <laughs> you know? Um, what was that venue that was over by the stratosphere? I didn't play. It. Oh, it uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I want to say destruction of a rose and you guys played. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember them. Yeah. I don't remember. There was an out. I've played an outside venue. I played mm-hmm. like a couple different inside ones. There's always the same guy promoting it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like <laughs> in my head. I was like, I don't know if I just, it's the name he, of his, he called himself, himself that. Himself. Like I did. I didn't. So. Even still to this day. I think is he still, still, I think it's still juking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm nervous. I'm not laughing at the name. Yeah. I just it's I just get you nervous. You won't get canceled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this makes me nervous that that is his name. Mm-hmm. Someone's gonna be like, "Why are they saying? Yeah, that? Why? Why are they? Keep, and they're saying it so low under their breath. Like, it's just <laughs> yeah. Some of our clip it. <laughs> I feel like some of our most like awkward moments on the show is when like we have like a good friend and mm-hmm. at least for me, I'm constantly thinking like, can I say that? Am yeah. I gonna get him in trouble? Is his wife gonna get mad? Is yeah. he, I tell this story. Off limits here. My wife's here. She knows everything, so we're good to go. Boys. <laughs> I have nothing to hide. You know. Yeah. Man, uh, the the outdoor Vegas uh, outdoor venue in Vegas was that for the festival or was that the, like the venue? I can't I can't remember. That one's just so vague to me. We had one good like show. It was I don't even know if it was considered Vegas, but it's there. We called it being in Vegas, mm-hmm. and he put on the show and. You guys played there too. I feel Is after. The hall? Yeah, white room. I mean, fluorescent lights, small stage. It's not even a stage. I don't think. I can't remember. There's nothing around it. I remember. I mean, it's, it's off it's the strip. <laughs> the Eagles. Eagle. Yeah, the yeah. hall. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. where we played. That show was fun and and went off. Um, uh, Justin, our bass player, his whole head fell off his uh, tall. I don't know, but really tall base cab. Uh, peg. Yeah, and it's on it's on YouTube. You guys want to run that? <laughs> Sick. Run it. No, he, it'll, it'll, it'll show up right here. Right <laughs> right here. <laughs> yeah, he's pissed. It literally falls, and he just is just like, oh. and like people were trying to help, but that makes it worse because they're like, let me push it up by the knobs yeah. that you like set for your tone and stuff. Um, what what caused it to fall? Was it the way he wrapped? His cor- yeah, yeah. So he him and I probably moved the most, and he wrapped and wrapped, and it just I mean, if you do run the video. It just bah, really slow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he kind of watches it fall too. Like he's like, it's too late. Yeah. There's nothing I can do to save this. Yeah. So it's just like, well, do what you do. <clears throat> that, um, I think I feel like I was just recently telling this story that happened to creative voids, guitar player, Austin. We were in like Klamath falls, somewhere <laughs> small. And, uh, he had kept kicking his cable out of his head. Uh, so he'd be like jamming, he'd kick, and then he'd kick the the cable out and have to run back and plug it back in. Yeah. So he, he was like, you know what? I'm gonna loop it through the the handle at the top, and plug it in, and he kicked his whole head off of the literally <laughs> just mimicking just, someone yeah. yanking it I was off, like, right? Yeah. That was smooth, man. Yeah, that was good. <clears throat> yeah, I'm coming to Vegas. Someone make it happen. <laughs> I guess I'll hit up the guy. You know? Yeah, yeah. He's still, dude, he's still, yeah. <laughs> that 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 JK guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that great guy. <clears throat> he's cool. Uh, yeah. There's a bunch of people ask questions like, uh, Vegas, Seattle. Any places? Yeah, I do want to go up there. Uh, it, it's hard because I'm kind of relearning like who's booking in mm-hmm. these areas. But I'm airplane Seattle. Um, 
like that that whole area and and uh it was fun i really liked it, it was the only time we ever went up there but every show was fun i i really enjoyed it so make it happen help me get up there just dm us i try to make it as simple as possible to yeah. just get out there and we will fly and make it super easy and so I, I guess to to kind of jump off of that are you guys planning to um work with booking agents work with anybody or are you just trying to keep it as diy as I'm, possible? I'm open to to booking because uh i also got burned out with destruction of king because i I had to do everything, you know, we um, did the booking, the marketing, like we didn't have anyone doing any of that for us. So I am very open to that. Um, I'm going to be very transparent with like, this is what we need to get there and play. So mm-hmm. if it makes sense for you and to get a cut and it, you can help me achieve this so long as the demand is there, then like, we'll do it. Yeah. So I've learned, I've done enough business now. And like, like our, our EP was on a label for a second. I bought those rights back. So it's like, oh, even just doing real estate now with just negotiation and stuff. Like I know what I want. <laughs> like if you can make it happen, great. If not, I'll go to the next person. Yeah. Was, you know? was that a fight to, to buy that back or was it pretty? Uh, it, it was a little bit of a fight. Um, I didn't understand like the demand we had back then and like what we, how big we, could have been if we were doing it right um we and i'm, I'm happy to share we bought it back for a thousand dollars at the time that was i was like oh so you wow. mean the lottery like yeah <laughs> yeah hang on buddy let me scratch a ticket and get that yeah um but yeah so we we got it back for a thousand dollars and that was before a lot of bands knew how to throw it up on like tune co- tune chord distro mm-hmm. and get money for it but even when we broke up like it, it helped me with bills like along the way people kept streaming it so even now like it still uh generates money for us which is pretty cool yeah yeah a thousand bucks yeah i'm honestly i mean yeah at the time i'm sure it was like fuck we gotta come up with a thousand dollars i think they tried like five at first and i was just like <clears throat> oh you mean two lotteries like yeah. come on, dude. <laughs> don't got this no one has money like this come on yeah dude. but that's pretty cheap for what a lot of bands have to deal with now to get like the rights back or make money off their music and that label we don't have to say their name yeah um it's gone right i'm pretty sure i was thinking about it like on the way here and i'm like i don't think they exist anymore or if they do like it, it's you know it's small but the the owner of that label was definitely a very um uh, from what i understand not the easiest person to work with I think for me, it, it, in my head, right, if you get signed to a label back then, first off, you made it. You're a rock star. You're yeah. famous, right? Everything's good. Everything's good for we you. We did it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I would hear of, like, other bands, you know, like you guys or even just other friends' bands. They're like, yeah, we ran out of merch on the road, and then our company got us merch. And I was like, oh, like, we ran – that was the first problem we ran into. We ran out of right. merch. And I was like, this is sick. We sold out. And our manager at the time was like – no, that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> you have to keep doing it to make money on the road. I was like, oh. And then uh, I hit him up. I was like, hey, we're, we're stuck in New York and we're out of merch. Now we're opposite of California. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. can you get us more merch or like front us some money? And uh, they, they didn't do it. Um, and really? n- maybe he couldn't, right? I don't mm-hmm. know like anyone's financial situation, but it was after that where I was just like, this doesn't work. Like we you're not doing anything except you just put our album on iTunes. I could do that. Yeah. You know, like what else are you doing? Like, Oh, well we introduced you to your booking agent. And then that's when I realized I was like, yeah, but I also could have just shot him a MySpace message. Yeah. And yeah. How old it was and, <laughs> and tell him like, Hey, I'll give you a cut as long as you book us. And yeah. 
you know, they gave me the runaround and I was like, oh, this sucks. You're doing this to all these bands. Like, yeah, it's crappy. You know, we were, we were involved in with, uh, and I'll, I'll shout him out and I'll shout out the guy. I don't give a fuck. Cause it's, it was a, we, we signed with standby records when it was Nick and he was in the band right before the rise or, mm-hmm. or before the rise, before the rise. We signed with him cause he was cool. He was awesome. Okay. And then, uh, like <laughs> shortly after he sold the label to this guy named Neil. Who's a dickhead, motherfucker? Fuck you, fuck you. And, there's songs. Um, there's songs about Neil. I wrote a song about him. Um, <laughs> and uh, and so like Neil is just like one of the biggest, like the biggest con artists ever because he would like he would tell he would tell the bands like, oh hey, um, you know, record your album at this studio. It's a studio that I think he owned. Oh okay. And so he would be like, you know, it's gonna be the the album's gonna cost like your budget's ten G. And it's like sick. If you hear that as a band, you're like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, totally but it's sure. like, but really, it only cost them like two grand. Yeah. And now, but still, regardless, you're on the on the hook for correct that other. Yeah. 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 So he that's did that. That's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> we had to, we had to we had to buy ourselves out. Yep. With yep. the same situation with like money we didn't have, mm-hmm. and it put us in a hole for like years. Yeah. So, and I know it's happening to bands now too because how how I said the scene for from what I'm seeing feels nostalgic. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing other labels mimicking what these not so nice labels would do, and I'm like, oh no, like they're taking a cut, right? Talk to some of them, and you know they tell me they're split or what they're getting funded to like record. I'm like, by the way, it doesn't cost that much to yeah. record. Like I'll <laughs> I'll make it happen for you like cheaper by going to my buddy over here, mm-hmm. but um. Yeah, it's unfortunate. People take advantage of people for money. It's all money. So yeah. that, that got stressful too. Um, you know, you have to keep touring. You have to keep make, making yeah. money too. And uh, yeah, so I mean, I'm open to a booking agent. I don't know what a label could bring us. I've never had that taste. So I'm, I'm really right. unsure. I'm uneducated in that. But um, yeah. I, I really think it just depends on the label. Mm-hmm. You know, like I there's horror stories obviously but then there's also um you know stories about labels that are like the most you know giving and like that are genuinely just want to see you succeed correct Um, and i it it, but those labels are usually the ones that like basically what they can offer you you're already kind of doing for yourself yeah like the the nice ones (laughs) yeah um pure noise has been sick though thank you jake (laughs) (laughs) I'm all pure noise. Let's talk, man. I mean, let's, let's get a record going. <laughs> Dude, pure, pure noise is is, uh, and I'm not just saying this because I love Jake and like he's my homie. Like every band that I talk to in like the almost 15 years now that pure noise has been around, like has had such good experiences. Even like with their I've heard yeah, and and, and um, like the new guys coming in, like but I still remember when it was just Jake and yeah. like even back then Creative Void were like getting ready to put out a record and it was like um we talked to a couple other uh labels and jake was like well why don't i just put it out and we're like yeah why don't you just put yeah, it out that'd yeah, be man. sick you know yeah um <clears throat> and you know like jake was kind of like the mastermind behind all of that but every now i don't know really know how heavily he's involved with the bands on right. the label but back then like every band that worked with him fucking loved it you know, yeah, and like yeah. I think just setting that tone um, is so huge, especially in like in music like this. Like it's it's tough to know like who really gives a shit about you and who doesn't. Oh yeah, right? yeah. So <clears throat> yeah, it's a it's weird territory. Yeah, I'm excited to see like what comes of it. I know we're we're gonna put out a single. 
I'm hyped on it. Um, I, I know it'll, it'll, it'll be fun and, and do well and then we'll do an EP and then, you know, see what happens. But as of right now, like to be able to come back and I'm like, all right, like I could do these flyout dates and like mm. I'm set for the year, you know, like to, yeah. to go out and market how we want to and I don't know, yeah. see what can happen. That's that's the that's the best situation. Sweet. Yeah. All right. you're, I would say you're active, so yeah. in band like Dude. so. You t- if you're telling me, because well, because then now it'll it'll stand out to like if somebody gives you something that you can't already do for yourself, then sick. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Then it's like, that's okay, true. Well, and and you guys, you know, we kind of talked about it earlier. You guys understood early on like branding and things like that. Mm-hmm. And now everything that, even like on your in your day job, like what you guys have learned through social media work and and branding and just staying in front of people's eyes correct in is gonna apply tenfold to the band now yeah you know I mean? and uh my my wife and i same thing like that's how we make our money it's it's social media every single day even like with real estate the only reason we get work or we're able to do transactions is because social media and promoting so like our whole house <laughs> like everything is <laughs> everything we buy everything we do like it's because of social media so um uh it, it's mostly like her she taught me a lot and stuff but then that was i kind of knew what destruction of kings when we started doing lookbook videos or printed tags like mm-hmm. i had her to be like yeah that's cool like do that and kind of get the outside perspective so it helped us and you know to have somebody that understood that too and not just mm-hmm. be like just get a nine to five we we're yeah. both yeah <laughs> we've tried nine to fives together like when we first met and we we're like this sucks let's go back to like <laughs> making content so definitely going to do that all over again with the show but you Dude, should you should yeah march uh maybe the fields on wheel will be, will be uh, running it's the here. saturday uh easter hits either like a day or two days after but it's the last saturday of march before easter 29th okay. yeah sick yeah awesome yeah we the uh <laughs> speaking about the fields on wheels real quick tangent it's back in the shop um we got it back it was terrifying because it's this huge high top conversion van and and when you hit the brakes 
Nothing happened. Nothing happened. That's fine, right? Yeah. And yeah. so, like, I took it to the shop. They were like, yeah, everything's good. We replaced the brake booster, master cylinder, new rotors, all this other stuff. I was like, cool. I was driving home, and I thought I was going to rear end my girlfriend. Oh, Not in the cool way. In, like, yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the way that, like, this is going to damage my car because yes. she's driving my yes. car and then the van also. So... Um, yeah, it was, so I called the dude and I was like, yo, like this, the van's not stopping. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 it should be. I was like, no, 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 dude, it's not. And he's like, bring it back this weekend. So I brought it over to the shop on Sunday. Uh, and they were like, yeah, we don't have dudes that will know how to work on a van this old here today. We need to wait for our master mechanic. It'll be on Tuesday. Mm. I was like, well, I'm going to leave it here cause I don't want to drive it. Yeah. I'll walk so, home now. Yeah. I legit yeah. walked home cause it's like down the street from here. So I just. <laughs> Walked back home. Hell yeah. These, but, like, did you do the ballet just toe touch? Because that's what I did. Dude, uh, it's so it's weird now because the brakes <laughs> do engage, but you could tell they're not fully engaging. So it just kind <laughs> yeah. of slows the van down. But like if you don't slow down in time, <laughs> you better like swerve yeah. to not hit the person. I was getting off the freeway. It had to be terrifying. And I I like hit it, nothing happened. And then I was like on the like as soon as I, I like I felt like I was like pushing it into the ground to, oh my God. to get it to start slowing down thankfully nobody was off off the exit <laughs> and i like slowed down just enough to like kind of cruise in and then kind of keep going it was mm-hmm. yeah it was like have to flintstone your ass there yeah. your feet yeah. are gonna fly through the floorboard yeah it was, it was, it's, it's a little sketchy it's a little sketchy but it was nice for the day i had it back i was like oh i missed this thing. that's what you were talking about taking to texas or is that what yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. it's, well, the ten freeway is a straight shot. So, yeah. I mean, just gas it and time it when you get to El Paso the, and start hitting the brake. Like, minus the brake situation, like it, <laughs> it rides really well. Yeah, like, it made yeah. it to. We did a Pacific Northwest run in it. Okay, you know, yeah. like we drove it to San Diego. Uh, like we've taken it to Vegas. Like it's, it's got some miles on it. And it's done well, but it just uh, Mike did something to the to the. Breaks a too hard, man. Yeah, <clears throat> we'll negotiate that into the show. Be like, you gotta fix my friend's brakes. Yeah, they have to, they have to come. There's, yeah. there's ten more heads coming if you can make this happen. Yeah, they're gonna load that whole van up yeah. and just bring everybody with it. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. So, but yeah, dude, that the the flyout shows are gonna be sick, man. Like those are yeah, I'm exciting. pumped. Yeah, Seattle, New York. Uh, my wife's trying to make New York happen for December because we want to spend Christmas out there. But I'm like, it's gonna be cold. Yeah, it is. Like, it's it's nice and Christmas. Yeah. Though, yeah, yeah. When we played New York, we played in uh, the Bronx. No, we played in Queens. Mm-hmm. It. I was scared for my life when I was playing. Like <laughs> it went off. It was so fun. Uh, that that's when I'm excited to go back. Got a hot dog on the street. Probably. Something was wrong with it for sure, but it was good. <laughs> the was, pretzels on the street are dope. Yeah, I was I was I was amped. Yeah. The uh, were you guys van and trailering it? Yeah. How was how was in New York City was scary, dude. Yeah. So I didn't. Uh, it's the fucking worst. I I was I'm a terrible driver when it came to like backing up. So I I lost my wallet at Mall of America one tour. So then I was like, well, I can't drive. And then when I got my license back, I had gone so long without a license. I was like, it's kind of nice not driving. I just became the diva of the band. I just never drove. <laughs> But the, the one time we were in New York City, we were all just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like, trying to find parking. Like, I was like, let's just go home. This is a, I'm over yeah, this. this is like, yeah. Why are we doing this, you know? Dude, New York, too. Like, the cops were like, oh, yeah, don't park on the side street. Your car get broken into you. And we're like, well, aren't you going to be, like, standing here? They're like, yeah, douche. Yeah. Dude, it's going to get broken into you. Park here, it's going to get broken into you. Yeah. We're like, oh, okay. All Thanks. right, cool. Thank you. There's, there's also no shame 
in knowing that you can't like parallel park the van and just handing the keys to the person that's the best at yeah <laughs> yeah because sometimes it's like i'm not gonna be able to do this so i can't gonna... my wife can parallel park i can't parallel park so yeah with when we had diego we're just like oh, a parking spot I just chuck him the keys and <laughs> you're like there you go buddy do your job and that was it sick Dude, yeah martin is our parallel parker is our parallel parker i wonder if he can still do it now yeah I think it's like riding a bike with a van and trailer. Yeah, dude, we had we had a van and trailer for. Uh, oh, that's right. The last. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. He, he, I, I was like, I was like impressed that he like could still do it because I remember he, he could do it back then too. Christian was actually every, every everyone except me. Yeah, everyone. Except it's me. a vocalist thing, man. More and more, we have stuff in yeah. common. Yeah. We'll just we'll just sit in the back. Yeah. I didn't drive it all last tour. <laughs> no. Yeah. You flipped nice. one van and then you know. You drive. <laughs> And they apparently flip the van once and flip it once and you lose driving privileges apparently. But. Yeah, I'd fall asleep a lot, so I just was, <laughs> dude, you're not supposed to do that when you drive, you know. So I just you're like, was, all right, I was man. out. Yeah, still feeling a little tired, guys. But I was okay, out big time, dude. Especially like those winter tours, it's snowing. Oh, I'm good. Can drive slow and yeah, you can't see shit. <laughs> Never again. I'm good. I don't. I don't need that in my life right now. New York in December, man. Yeah, I don't, yeah, we'll see. I'm gonna build a tunnel to get to the show. And I'll cry or something. Dude, more people just not questions, but uh, lovely desert girl says, Not a question, but please come back to New Mexico. Oh man, New Mexico was fun too. We played in a flagship, it was in the middle of nowhere, but same thing went off every time. I would love to go. They have green chilies. Another response was, I'll touch the dot 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 sky Sky. and then (laughs) heavy breakdown into heavier breakdown (laughs) correct yes (laughs) you guys i I feel like you guys had some pretty epic pauses yeah pause and just some good lead-ins yeah uh just lyric call out Mm. and stuff uh yeah it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a challenge because i'm competing against our first dp again (laughs) yeah so we'll see how that goes did you guys got a lot of old school uh people in here not not a question but i'll be seeing y'all for the first time but i'll be seeing y'all for the first time ever i jammed y'all back in 2009 i'm old yeah (laughs) that's it (laughs) that is it i graduated high school in 08 so uh, and that's when we were like all the early like we had a really crappy album before like the ep that took us off but yeah i mean 2008 we had shirts that like called out that year too so uh yeah and i'm like i said i'm gonna be 34 and i feel it feel it (laughs) (laughs) but it's okay we'll just warm up before we get on stage you know did you guys ever have you guys ever have foil t-shirts no because uh we we wanted to uh i started working i did sales for merchandise uh it was glad rags and then it turned into akt Mm -hmm. and then i learned that it lasts a wash or two it's really expensive and uh for me just being like the money guy i was just like but the cost of the garment and if i'm trying to sell it for this and i was like my profit margin i was like it is not worth it they were cool though or people would do side (laughs) prints like weird prints like that or um i mean anything that after it was like two colors i was like this better fucking sell or i'm gonna scream (laughs) like a lot how long did you work for were uh akt and and glad rags i want to say almost two years and then uh that was the last real like job i had i did like a marketing internship after that but 
uh, I was like, I'm going to open up my own men's clothing store in Whittier. Mm -hmm. So I just quit and (laughs) signed a lease in Uptown Whittier and uh, opened up a business credit card for like 15K, maxed it out. And I was like, I started a clothing store. Um, And that's how I left that job. So it was like a little less than two years. My boss was not happy, but shout out Fef. Went to his wedding. We shot his <laughs> wedding, so we are on good terms. Um, but yeah, that it was cool. I learned everything about merchandise, what stuff costs, um, how to budget, you know, mm-hmm. for merchandise. So it, it helped me a lot. And then seeing what other bands would print. Like Newfound Glory was one of the big accounts there. So I got to like yeah. see like, oh, they sent all this back. It didn't sell. Or like, you know, they, they need more of this shirt. And so I would keep tabs on that too, to... Just figure out how to make more money. I remember starting a, a streetwear brand when Martin was working over there. And um what was it? It was called ATLA. Okay. So it was like the Atlanta, Los Angeles um, connection thing. And um I remember like talking to Vince about like, well, I want to do like the sewn on tags and like all the stuff like that. And I was like, Just, Fuck, uh-huh, everything uh-huh. gets so uh-huh. expensive. Yeah. Sort of, I still have tags to this day. Like Cause you buy a thousand, right? yeah. So I still have like <laughs> packets of tags that I've just never did anything with. Yeah. So I did that too, and like that was my favorite thing too, is to help bands back then. I'm like, I know like a label looks cool, but here's what you have to do: get the label. You're gonna get five hundred, so okay. you just need to use them. Then you're gonna drive to downtown LA. You want black beanies, cool, but now you need to do six green, six blue. They're not gonna sell, but it's gonna look like you have more stuff. Yep. Then buy backpacks because that could go on go on that too. Um, and then basically just stretch it out and yep. it make it look like you have a store, you know, yep. and bands did it and it worked. So it was cool. So are you telling us that there's going to be uh, dope backpacks coming out? Maybe, man. <laughs> I, I mean, like, we're going to make crossbody. We're actually making a trip to downtown L.A. Uh, this week to look at hats for for destruction. So, Sick. yeah, I'm pretty hyped on that. <laughs> I'm like, screw the music. I'm like, I just want to make clothes, man. I should. Uh, there was a we could probably talk about this after there's a <laughs> there was a, a company i went through called capture that did like full um, <clears throat> like full custom caps okay um so like five panel six panel and yeah like that full builds and everything but it turns out they have a, a separate site that does blanks mm-hmm. but it's the same uh, company that does brixton and yep. mitchell and ness and all that stuff so. you'd be surprised the hats they use like what they cost yeah They're like four bucks some of them yeah, it's yeah it's crazy <laughs> yeah man, it's, it's cheap sense. yeah everybody does like the yupongs but you're like for the same price you can get like a full custom yeah, yeah. uh my, my wife and i now like when we find a hat or a shirt to look at the label because they rip it yeah. there's other things on there i'm like all right type this in i'm like there, there it is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we got it you know it's yeah. fun <clears throat> yeah Awesome. I, I kind of miss streetwear. At times, I miss streetwear. I like it, but it's so hard to keep up with trends. Now. Yeah, it costs money too. I found out, and uh, that's tough too. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, as long as I have a nice, a good pair of sneakers or something, like now I just kind of wear blinks and stuff, and yeah, uh, it's it's easier. It's less stressful. I wear the same clothes every week now. Minimalist approach, man. Yeah, I, I'm so happy with it. So. I'm wearing the same thing on stage every time. I'm going to look the same. Might change a hat here and there, but that, that's about it. Man. But the beauty of that is then you can cut it into so many different videos and pull footage from everything. And there you, you go. The same. Yeah, I'll make this one color, this one black and white. I'm like, that was a different show, I swear. Yeah. <clears throat> MXPX had the best, uh, like, weekend of music videos. They just, they did it with their, I think they shot a video, which is like their normal hair color. Second video, they bleached their hair. Third video, they all dyed their hair a different color. 
Oh. So they got, I think it was, I think it was three videos out of like yeah. one, or at least one week of, sh- of, of shooting or something. Smart. Yeah. I like that a lot. Heck yeah. <clears throat> well, I've, I've like lame, boring vocalist questions. You get, Do it. Yeah, whatever you all want. So, uh, actually, I guess I, I, I don't know. Well, one, do you, do you warm up? Uh, kind of. So my, I, my face hurts more than anything than like my throat or mm-hmm. voice. So it's a lot of, a lot of this action. And then like, like doing that, basically just looking like something's wrong with me. But I try to like do it in like a corner or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, little things, but I, I honestly have never like had a warm up, and I feel like I've gone too hard on a warm up, and I go on stage and like I'm like ah oh, shit. I then you guess went too ham <laughs> in the bathroom right now. Mm-hmm. I'm screaming to myself, but I won't scream or anything. Um, it's a lot of just like rubbing my face or even just like here in my throat or just really getting my face face loose just so I could enunciate better. Um, open my mouth easier, which, yeah, it sounds kind of weird. Uh, but, you know, things like that. Um, but, no, I've never really had, like, too much of a warm-up other than that. Yeah, not for Love Live? No. No. <laughs> Myself, so. No, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I think because I'm so nervous, I can't even focus, like, on a warm-up. So, for me, it's just, like, like I'm trying to, like, get in, like, to the mindset. Because I'm pretty, like... We joked about it before we started, but like, I don't have a deep voice. Like I'm very, like, I, I'm not an angry person. I'm not like tough guy. Like, uh, so I'm trying to get in that realm of like really kind of being angry on stage or a little bit more aggressive, which that's not how, how I am. So I try to more so tap into that. And then aside from that, just like some face stuff and that's about it. Damn. Yeah. That's nice because I, <laughs> I, I work so hard. I have to do the most. I mean, I but you sing well. Like most. you're you're a great vocalist. Uh, I you know, sometimes I go up and I'm like, this is not sounding great, and I have to rely on just like stage presence because I or you know I'm a tough critic. We're all tough critics, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's not coming out the way I want. You know, and I'm just like, well, I don't know. You know, I feel I feel like the last time let me just say it's the last I think. Three times maybe we've seen you. Mm-hmm. Both of us, but Mike and I, would be like, dude, he's like dynamic. Like, yeah. and it's oh, and it's not you. like a. I feel like I said uh, you make. I feel like you make like you make like good decisions vocally. Thank you. And can't believe you don't really. Want yeah, to no, I just kind of <laughs> just winging it, you know. Maybe, maybe yeah. I need to stop. Maybe that's my, maybe that's my thing. Yeah. Maybe I'm just doing too much. Yeah, no, that's fun. I appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. With the um, with the new. Uh, Destruction of a King EP is it written or are you guys writing right now we have a single um, that Jason has helped us with that I have lyrics for that I haven't been excited for like a song in a long time but I'm like mm-hmm. this is gonna hit like I know and um, I'm like I know what to put here I know what to put there um, you know aside from syllables I also write like how's it gonna come like from the audience perspective too mm-hmm. like what are they going to hear in this song that they're going to remember every single time? So I try to write in that aspect too. And so I have yeah. good hooks, I would say mm-hmm. not so much a chorus, but like a good hook hook lines here and there where I know it could be a crappy show, but they're going to hear the song and know the song and know that line. Mm-hmm. And that's what I need. Um, and then to piggyback off that question, are we going to get any of kind of like the low love vibe in the new destruction? Of yeah. Yeah. That's how kind I always, groovy, yeah, of, yeah. That's how I always want to write my, <clears throat> my biggest influences right now come from hip hop. Um, even like on our last dope album that flopped, um, with the coffin on it, there's a lot of like lines. I even like, 
kind of like chopped and screwed from like Biggie, um, mm-hmm. just because that because that that's what I want to do at Lola. I was like, I like rap. I know I know how to enunciate that with the syllables. I know what mm-hmm. syllables like how many I could fit in a certain spot. So like, I'm definitely gonna do that with the new Doke stuff, and um, it'll be fun. I like doing it live. Saves my voice because I don't yeah. have to scream as much. I don't love screaming. It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts, you know, yeah. and you know, and it's cool to have like a low, deep thing. But like, since I've gotten older, like, and you hear me talk, like, I don't have a low voice, so it's it's tough. Yeah, I can only do it here and there as like a highlight. Yeah, really, you know. Yeah, but I'll do that for sure. That's sick. And I think now's now's the time for it, man. Like now's the we can do whatever time. we want. Yeah, yeah. There's, Not, no, there's no rules anymore. <clears throat> yeah, and that's what we always used to be afraid of, right? I'm like, it has to have a breakdown. It has to have. Mm-hmm two-step this has gone on too long like yeah put a circle pit so we could throw this here but like now i'm like it's fun we can do whatever we want we don't have management i'm i'm not i used to be so worried about being like cool i was like afraid to go to shows like beatdown shows were the scariest thing for me because they all knew each other i'm like they're all big and huge yeah. they, could, <laughs> they could punch me and kill me and like and i just wasn't that fighting guy i don't crowd kill i never did any of yeah. that stuff so uh you know I can admit like, yeah, I would like write or like do vocals sometimes a certain way because I'm like, this will make people mosh. This will like look mm-hmm. tougher, you know, cause like you kind of had to back then you yeah. had to dress a certain way, look a certain way. Yeah. Um, but now I'm like, Oh, I can just do whatever I want. I don't, I don't really care about anything other than my wife, the dog and paying my bills. So I can just <laughs> have fun with this now, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it's, I think it's going to just be a lot more fun. I think that's going to show on stage as well. And, and you hear, you'll hear that in the record too. Um, just try different stuff and see see what happens. Yeah, man, it's, it's I'm excited. I'm excited to see you know kind of what comes of it. Just because you know, like I said, like I was a fan of low love, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I like that whole vibe. Yeah, you know, I like I'm, I'm I love hip hop too. So it's like I like that groovy, yeah. you know, like kind yeah. of rappy type shit. Um, and then to see that mixed with you know what you guys would do with Destruction of a King, I think that would be just yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm super amped it and kind of i'm excited to see how people receive it so um yeah nothing bad will happen i think we'll be, be fine. fine yeah we'll yeah. be good yeah <clears throat> yeah we're, we're in such a time of like excitement for music mm-hmm. and, like, so. and like you're saying it's like it's like we're coming back from the shit that was cool like 10 years ago is, is like back now and people are treating it like it's something new which is a little yeah a little upsetting but it's like eh. It happens yeah. with music, you know, it goes through like cycles. Nostalgia is just super in right now yeah. um, with, with everything, you know. Um, but it, it's cool to see somebody who's 16, 17, 18 hear it for the first time, right? That style of music and just be like that feeling of like, okay, today I'm going to get in the pit or like today I'm going to mm-hmm. try that one like mosh move. Yeah. When like most of the time people like us or back then or people who were heavily involved with that, it'd be like, oh, this person sucks. Like, what a, <laughs> what a weenie, you know, but like. The, to go through that again because that's what happened to me like i remember being at like chain watching afb and i was just like one two three and then like run in <laughs> and just like all uncoordinated and and that's just like what got me into it. and that was the exciting part and buying merch and just like you know like what's gildan like why does it, yeah. it shrink i don't understand what's this aaa brand why are these so fucking yeah. crazy big like, am i shaped weird yeah but just like going through all that so it's cool to see kids go through all that again and now i'm like the roles are going to be reversed like oh like there's going to be these young people in their early 20s even and like 
pay your bills. Like I'm 34. Now. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just like, just wait till you get older, you know? Like, uh, yeah. And I just remember thinking at that age, like seeing older guys play, I'm like, this guy's kind of old, huh? Yeah. He's still trying to make it crack, huh? Like, but it'll be fun. It'll be fun. It's going to be, it's gonna be yeah. awesome. Yeah. We look young. We're good. Huh. Yeah. yeah. You guys will be fine. <laughs> yeah. Be fine. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm, I'm excited people are excited. So yeah. it feels good. Dude, it, it just looks like there's a lot of like hype and even just on the, what, two posts you guys put up on the page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. yeah. Even like I, I told you guys, I was like, I was kind of worried when you guys were like, oh, ask questions. I'm like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Don't do that. Please don't do that. Fuck you. Fuck yeah. That so man. even, even just getting one question, like whoever are people, Vegas, Seattle, like, uh, thank you. Like, it's cool. Very, very grateful. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, I think you, I think you got the most questions that we've, that we've yeah. received. So. Comments, comments, yeah, comments, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, we'll take, yeah. Uh, hey, yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Thank you guys. Yeah, that's awesome. Dude, I want to do a quick mental health check. Yeah, sweet. All right, uh, mental health check is where we like to check in weekly, see where we're at mentally. Uh, that way, if we're going well, maybe what's what's going on, and or what are we doing that's that's helping us uh, go right, uh, or if we're not going well, maybe what's going on in our lives, or what are we maybe neglecting to do that is keeping us in a funk. So, Alex, you want to go first? What do what do I say? What do I talk? Just like just we're, how we're, am I doing? Yeah, yeah. We're we're just for just like for this last week. We're uh so so. It's been probably a stressful stressful time uh for me even last year into now. Um, but I'm finding it okay to talk about with people, and I think that's why I really like your guys like podcast because mm-hmm. you know going back into back when we were younger like it wasn't cool to talk right. about it and now it's acceptable and it feels good so um find someone to talk to yeah it works for me and hopefully works for other people too nice. yeah well, one of the things that i like that you do is you like even today you post like here's what i'm, I'm gonna accomplish today like, yeah here's, here's yeah do. hold yourself accountable small small goals yeah small goals even just one percent a day <clears throat> if you can't give a hundred you know it's all you can do right yeah Tomorrow's never promised is what I always say. So, you know, I, I, I have a bad habit of dwelling on next week, two days from now, like and, and a month from now and stuff. I'm like, I could really only worry about like what's in front of me right now. So yeah, that's all we can do. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the stresses are something that may never come. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it, it riddles a lot of people, honestly. And it, it's tough. Some days are hard. Some days are easy, but you know, again, it's just focusing on what's in front of you and, and doing what, with what you can. Sorry. Oh, actually, no, I was asking after this. I still have a question. Anyway, okay. Go, Mike. Where you at? Uh, I've been good. Um, a, a little annoyed with the van situation, just because I was like, "Ah, oh, shit!" I thought we were done with this. I thought it was it was ready. Um, but other than that, like everything's been pretty chill. Um, I've been kind of getting back into uh, like torture culture mode because we have a show coming up. Um, so. Uh, focusing less on playing guitar and more on like my voice. Um, so that's been, that's been cool. Kind of just being able to jump back and forth and, and do, um, those things. And like this, this week you're just like, we're trying to lock down, just get in as many practices as we can before, uh, cause we're playing the Haven on Friday. Um, <clears throat> and so, yeah, just, uh, when this episode comes out, well, that day we're playing. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, other than that, just been I've been chilling, man. It's been, um, we're, we're like we're kind of getting back into like a routine of things, like 
you know, now that like crime is back working again and I'm um, just kind of, kind of getting our schedules laid out and figuring out mm-hmm. you know, like what we're doing. Um, so <clears throat> that's been nice. It's, it's been cool to kind of have like some structure again and it not just be like crazy all over the place. But <clears throat> yeah. And then I think I, um, I think I agreed to play bass for burner state. Uh, if if Ty's baby comes when you guys have that show in <laughs> sick in March, so because uh our homie Ty who also plays in Torch Culture plays in Mike's other punk band, um, he we had his baby shower this weekend, and then uh, nice. congrats and, yeah. yeah it's exciting it, it was very nice it was a huge huge it looked more like a wedding reception than a, oh my gosh than a baby okay. shower isn't massive but like at a golf course uh, over by um in Pomona by the Fairplex. Um, but yeah, so, so it's high, they, apparently they booked a show like right around the due date for the kid. <laughs> that go so, over well so Ty was, with the, Ty the was just kind of like, maybe we probably shouldn't have booked that. I was like, it's fine. I'll just play, I'll play bass for you. If, <laughs> if, uh, if you have to go in and he was like, all right, cool. And then I was like, damn, what did I sign up for? Shit. But you know, <clears throat> it'll be fun. You know, what's funny is I don't, well, we're supposed to be filming that. Are you? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't know, whatever. I'll show up in a headband <laughs> and a, like a Spider-Man jersey. You know. Do blackface. <laughs> Clip it. <laughs> it's it's not offensive if Ty gives me permission, right? Anyways. Yeah, we can reschedule. We can reschedule. <laughs> all right how um, are you oh i'm i'm good uh singing for me is like my it's like one of my coping mechanisms i've been kind of just stressed with just uh stuff that's gonna be coming up this year um like what i need i need to take <laughs> i need to take a page out of, of your book and not focus much on that work worry about what's what's in front of me what i gotta do today um but other than that i feel like i've been good I, uh, yeah, uh, movies is, and, uh, movies and music are like my, my happy place. Sweet. And, um, I saw one good movie and one not good movie. I saw, uh, Mean Girls, the, the musical oh, version. Yeah, yeah. Was that the good or the bad? Uh, I loved it. Oh, I love, go, I love musicals. Yeah. Whatever. It's, it's based off the musical, not the, I mean the movie, but. The musical that yeah. they did based off the original movie. Yeah, and then I watched uh, last night. I watched, uh, uh, fuck, anyone but you. That did it win did a bunch of Golden Globes. <laughs> okay, oh, so the one with, with, with the homegirl. Yeah. I will. I will say. Okay, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Are you a rom com guy? Uh, rom com is a nice word. Um, <laughs> I, I love rom coms. I do too, man. I love them. I love rom coms. This, so I don't know. Maybe this, maybe this wins you guys back for it. The best way I can describe it, it's it's a Hallmark movie. Mm-hmm. It has all the cringiness, Sick. all the all the bad jokes, uh, but rated R. Okay. Uh, okay. Like, yeah, yeah. The, you, uh, yeah, you might. I've, I've heard. I've heard. Uh, actually, some of my coworkers went. They loved it. I just, for me, it was just like anything. It's such a weird. I was thinking it's it's weird. I was thinking about this movie all freaking morning because like someone would come up my it, like that would like upset me. That but bad. then, well, no, no. But then <laughs> no. I'd be like, I'd be like, but that was clever. 
I feel okay. like I feel like there's a lot of like really good like moments, but like they did they did the hallmark thing to them. Okay. Yeah. But in a rated R way. Okay. Did they upset you because they happened to you in your real life, or was what? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you know, just falling out of my yacht, and you know, you know, just trips to Australia for no reason. Everyone's rich for no reason. (laughs) Everyone's unexplainably rich. You kind of made me more interested to see it. I'm just like, I want to, like, I I painted a, you painted a beautiful picture. I'm just like, okay, like, I just, I just didn't, I just didn't appreciate all the nudity. That, that was, we're not going to the 720 showing tonight. Yeah. It, was, it was awful. Yeah. What was that? Um, <laughs> what was that Jennifer Lawrence movie that just recently came out too? It was kind of a romantic comedy where she has. To oh, with the, the kind uh, of nerdy kid. Yeah, yeah. That one was funny. I like that. That was, was good. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. We just we watched it not too long. Is it on Netflix only, or was it in the theater? No, it was in no, theaters. It was in theaters. Yeah. It's on, yeah. it's on theaters. Do you have the movie pass? I have a, a I have AMC. Yeah, but can't you have the pass where you could go as many movies as you want for like the flat fee? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Let's go, boy. Dude, it's so hard. For you guys have that? No, but I'm jealous. Oh, I, want, I see it, and I'm like, even if I don't know what the movie is, like I could just go. Yeah, it, dude. It's yeah. uh. So what it? It's 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 like twenty with tax and everything. Cause it's like it's like twenty three dollars a month. That's cheap. Yeah. If you're going to two. Yeah, and when you get one and a half even, you really get uh, you get three free movies a week. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's solid. Yeah. Per person, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, you, guys, you guys were... Uh, I just lost my train of thought. Go. It'll come back to me. Uh, and also, you can have, like, entourages, where it's just, like, if someone else is also part of, like, the AMC thing, then, like, like if, like, tonight we wanted to go, I could I could uh, book the book it, and then it would pay... Well, not pay for it, but if you, if you guys have a movie pass, too, yeah, it would just oh, group automatically it. group it, and we'd I could pick everyone's seats wow. if I wanted to. That's cool. Yeah. Did you see cool. Iron Claw? I did, dude. Iron Claw. Wrestling. I haven't watched it, but I heard it was, it was tough. We cried all of us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. There will be Destruction of King Wrestling merch. It's for me strictly. <laughs> I don't really care who buys it, but like, I have to make something that I would wear that, that I get to sell. So that will be, that'll be out there. So my girlfriend and I went into that knowing nothing. Oh, you didn't even know the, the story nothing. of them? No. I and when when we when we went in to see the to like I was like oh I was like this is one he got really jacked for I was like oh he's a wrestler oh and in my mind I'm like oh it's gonna be like a rise to fame and like I don't know it does set it up like that I knew what was gonna happen and um sorry I went with my wife and like our friends and stuff mm-hmm. so like just like throughout I'm just like looking at them I'm like, <laughs> I'm like oh no what's happening and like I already, I already knew I'm like boy's about to peace out right now and heaven out. I would, that whole movie, I was just like, yeah. Oh my God, I cry so much. I think that's why I like movies. I like, I, love, I cry all day long. Uh, but movie, anything that can make me like cry or feel something, which I think rom coms, why I think like a funny one, like is, mm-hmm. is cool. I'm just like, sweet. Yeah. So I already don't like talking about like emotions and stuff. So I think I get that from movies. And mm. that's, that's kind of like my release too. Dude. Yeah. Just, so what's your favorite rom com? All time. Favorite. Oh man. Uh, you're, yeah. <laughs> Crazy Stupid Love is like one of the <laughs> best a, yeah. movies. I know it line for line. It's written so well. Ryan Gosling has that bod in it. Like Steve Carell's great. All the outfits are sick. Like it's just it's cool. The, I'll never look like that, but it would, it'd be nice someday. Even the, for a that couple. scene at the end, whenever or towards the end, when everybody starts fighting. Man, out Kevin about Bacon, each other. like yeah. oh my god, it's so it's it's 
it's so good. I I lost I lost my mind. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's the best rom com. I might we might watch it tonight. Will we? Yeah. What's what's your favorite rom com? Man, I don't know. I'm thinking about it. Like I can never remember I, the name of mine, but I know exactly what it is. I feel like I have like my favorite from like eras, if that makes sense. From eras. Ryan Reynolds. Like uh, where he's telling his daughter. Like, like can't hardly wait. Was probably like one of my first favorite. Like okay, I don't know if that counts, but I guess yeah. Um, I really like uh, <laughs> how to lose a guy. I think it's probably my all time. Yeah. All good. My, mine is a Ryan Reynolds movie where he's just friends. Definitely maybe. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. Where he's like telling the daughter the story of the three girls he's he majorly dated, <laughs> and she has to figure out which one's the story of her mom. Yeah. Wait, what is this? It, it's uh, definitely maybe. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Really good movie. I saw it once, but if you really think about yeah. that, like just like <laughs> when your dad was piping down these, layers, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Which one was it? <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of funny because he's like it's like the era of it's like the Clinton era. Oh man! Right. Yeah. So he's like he's like yeah, this Bill Clinton guy he's gonna do wonders <laughs> yeah. for us. That aged well now. Yeah. Right? yeah. And he's like a um, he's well, and they they even talk about it in the movie. Like, yeah. He's a because I think he's like a political like he. He works in politics, and I think he's a speechwriter. And he's like, "Yeah, this Clinton guy's gonna be future. And he's like, "That didn't, that didn't happen." <laughs> That's great. Yeah, that movie's great. Definitely, yeah. maybe. Okay, it's on the list. Yeah. So, did you do your mental health check? Yeah, talking about music and. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like what you guys no, said. No, I wish like, I heard you guys go first. And I was just like, "Yeah, I'm fucking depressed." Right now. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but I'm trying to work on uh, my mental health. I'm trying to just focus on my uh, fitness and stuff. So uh, I'm a binge eater. So like, that's my addiction is eating when I'm like sad mm. um, and eating past full. Mm. Uh, so is that bad? <laughs> I don't understand the issue. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so trying to like dial that back and then just, uh, party less. Like, so, um, you know, when I first did the structure can, I didn't drink or smoke or nothing. And then I, I fell heavy into just really, really bad habits. Um, so now I'm trying to do that much less. And even now, like just to have a clear head and just wake up, sleep better and, uh, just focus on what's important yeah. right now. Were yeah. you, were you edge when? Oh yeah, I've I for sure claimed have, edge. I have a straight edge tattoo. Yeah, my first tattoo is a, is a straight edge tattoo. I have three X's on me. Um, I always knew there was gonna come a time and place when like it would happen, and I was afraid. But then I started seeing like all these other dudes I went to shows with, like, yeah. and it happened too. Um, I think knowing what that the what that carries for some people to to claim straight edge. I would have never done that knowing that like there's probably going to be a time and place where I would do it. You know, I, mm-hmm. I clearly I didn't understand or I was uneducated and mm-hmm. having that restriction. There's also just a, a like dry January is the best way I could describe it. Like I'm drinking a lot less now. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing dry January while I could, but to have that restriction and then to feel shame if you yeah. have the one drink yeah. or you taste a beer like mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't I don't want to put that on me anymore. So. Makes sense. I feel like with when I was claiming straight edge, like it, it felt weird that I w- I felt bad for even being curious about like well, what does beer taste like you know mm. and stuff like that. But uh, obviously it's been so many years now. But uh, yeah, want to party a lot less, focus on my health. Nice. Yeah. It's the move in your in your thirties and forties. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I don't want to be drunk at shows, you yeah. know, I'm performing. <laughs> like, just, yeah. Hell no. Playlist song? Playlist time. Um, first, uh, so we have like a playlist for our podcast. Okay. Um, but first we want to put, uh, what Destruction song would you like? Ah. Uh, all everyone knows. I mean, I want to do one that like doesn't get. My favorite song, and even to do live, is "Demise." I think it's the first track on our last album that we did, but "Demise." Cool. It slaps. Dude, I think I think you'll be surprised with how much people will dig, because because I know I know everyone goes to the EP. Yeah, yeah. But I think you'll be surprised when you come back to playing shows. I'm, I'll still people be on the new the 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 last. Album. I kind of wonder if that's going to get some. Uh, like kind of reignite itself or maybe to do better now than it did all those years ago. Um, Cause even now the San Antonio show, they did a video flyer and they're using the song demise. I'm like, wait, somebody likes the song. Like yeah. <laughs> I knew it was doing well. Like I knew, I knew it had cool parts. So um, yeah, I, I, I hope I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm still like hyped on that song. I think it's really good. I hate the mix and master. Um, you know who you are. I'm sorry, but I just don't, <laughs> I don't like it. You're so much better now. It's terrible, and you know it's yeah. terrible. Have, have them redo it. Re- have them redo have it. Them I know. It. I honestly, I might and just like re put it out or something. There's no rules, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, I'm hyped to do some songs off off our last record for sure. Yeah. Demise. Cool. And then doesn't have to be heavy music. It can be anything. Literally anything. Uh, a song that you you wouldn't mind throwing on our. Oh, it could be anything. Anyway. What's been like a, a something that would maybe like shock like your people throwing on like at this? Well, I put on <laughs> Volcano Man from Eurovision. Just okay, yeah. yeah, all right. Yeah. Yeah. So we've had everything from hip hop, R and B to like oldies, oldies. Um, <laughs> I'm like, do I go just like like just like booty hip hop, or do I go? Oh, you know what song? Like it's and everyone can listen to it. Um, it's the group Mint Condition. And the song "Breaking My Heart," sick, smacks. I like this because I learn. <laughs> I've learned so much from this Pretty podcast. Great eyes. All their outfits are so dope. Oh this, man, the album covers go crazy. <laughs> but yeah, the it's mint condition. I think it's "Breaking My Heart," or "Quit Breaking My Heart." Sick. I mean, the whole your phone might catch fire if you play it on there. <laughs> just have yeah. I think so. It's like one of those songs like as a kid you remember hearing at least everyone are I'll assume you guys are my age, like our age and uh Yeah, we're all the same age. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm right there with you. Right there. And if not, it's one of those songs where it's like I would never listen to this or you're you're like, Oh yeah, I don't mind this. You hear it once, you're singing it all day. Stuck. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Listen to it. <laughs> just give it a shot and then you go back to whatever the hell you want to listen to. It's a banger. Yeah. I feel like I feel like I'm I'm really ruining our algorithm for, for these songs we're picking. Uh the song is called She's Gone. Okay. From Steel Heart. <laughs> just treat yourself later. It's fine. Steel Heart one word. Steel Heart one word. Dang. All caps. I'm uh, so for me. I'm going. It's actually a new song that that dropped. Kind of heavy, kind of rappy. Um, Landmarks. Yeah. Uh, that new single, creature. Okay. Have you Have you heard the song? I know the band. Haven't heard the song. So, 
uh, I'll play it for you after we get off here. The dude raps in French to start the the Ooh, uh, the song out, and then yeah. it just drops heavy. <laughs> yeah, that's fire. I shouldn't. Have said it. I don't know. Why I said Chuck on blood. I don't know. Yeah. We want to She's like, just stop. Yeah. Please stop. All you see is just the the door. Yeah, just the lighting change really quick. Yeah. Can I sleep here? Um, <laughs> it's all yours, man. Yeah. This couch, uh, yeah. this couch is way more comfy than. I'm gonna check that. Here. Is Landmark's uh, see Brandy Nut? The A is a V. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Land Mavarks. Land Mavarks. <laughs> is it all the A's or V's? I think just the second one. So Land Mavarks. All right. Yeah. Okay. I, well, I, I remembered it. But that's yeah. so. See, it stuck with me because of that. So. That was a that was a trend that went real fast yeah i think we 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 tried that too with with doke we did it with the a i want to say we ripped a lot of just hip-hop stuff honestly and like i remember like asap rocky was like a big influence for us when like the deep voice was coming in like mm-hmm. shit like that so uh yeah so, but they're so. still doing it. i remembered the name because of it yeah so good job landmarks yeah, <laughs> yeah. sick well you want to plug any any socials anything like that before we get out of here? uh instagram just destruction of a king uh talk to us drop us a dm i'll make a link tree to like our store and stuff like that i'm trying to relearn how to do yeah. all that stuff <laughs> and like where to plug in mm-hmm. um and yeah uh just i we're very happy with the response thank you guys and uh i'll go from there sick yeah for us it's uh at walking blind pod everywhere walking blind pod at gmail.com and then uh we still have the GoFundMe for our Feels on Wheels, <laughs> which is back in the shop. Hit we it. do still have the GoFundMe going. Um, get them to, to San everybody. Antonio, right? Yeah. 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 Get us to San Antonio. <laughs> shout out to everybody that has donated to that. Um, that's been like a huge, a huge help mm. uh, for for us, at least taking a, a, like some of the weight away of, of just yeah. having to drop a couple grand on, on fixing this, this shitty old van. <laughs> we love it. We love it so much. <clears throat> so... Yeah, and then we'll let Mike do his like, comment, and subscribe spiel, and then we'll we'll get out of here. Like, comment, and, su- <laughs> and subscribe. I love you guys. Peace. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 